Hello and welcome back to the Jeff Andrea Show and thank you so much for tuning in here on March the 3rd. Yes, it is Wednesday. It is the middle of the week. Hump day, if you will. It all goes downhill from here, both in the week itself and on this show. It is time for That's Whack Wednesday. It's That's Whack Wednesday. Air whack! This is gear whack! His foot stands whack! The way that he talks... I would be remiss if I didn't start by talking about the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, the new coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you wish to call it, it's worth discussing at this point in time. Most of Canada's 33 cases of this coronavirus are in Ontario, but the latest three have been diagnosed right here in British Columbia. Our province's health officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, says a woman and a man in his 60s tested positive after returning from Iran, while the third case, another woman in her 30s, developed symptoms in isolation. That's not good. Or Whack, I should say, that people are developing these symptoms while in isolation. Oh, that is whack. Here's an interesting thing that's happening today. When it comes to the virus, though, Facebook is giving the World Health Organization free advertising to help fight all of the misinformation circulating online about COVID-19. What a great idea. I know when I am looking to find out true and verified information, the first place I think to look is Facebook. CEO Mark Zuckerberg says the company is working with national health ministries and global organizations to spread timely and accurate information. That sounds like a positive thing, right? The world's largest social media network wants to make sure people are learning the truth. Except, my issue with this, why is this the case today? Zuckerberg has talked about not wanting, you know, to limit what's available on Facebook, not wanting to censor things, not wanting to give in to those that want only verified legitimate reports on there for whatever reason. I don't know exactly why he wants to keep all this misinformation out there, but he does. And for the some reason today, all of a sudden, misinformation about coronavirus is what's tipping him over the edge to say, no, maybe we shouldn't be spreading and allowing this type of information on our social media network. I'm sorry, but something about the timing of this, something about this whole situation when it comes to Mark Zuckerberg all of a sudden wanting to make sure he spreads the truth, I'm sorry, but I think that, well, I think that's pretty whack. He's a whack job, there's no question about it. I will say this, though, no matter what Mark Zuckerberg says and no matter what people post, I know I will not believe what I read on Facebook, at least not without trying to verify that information somewhere else. I'll take it with a grain of salt. Even if it says it's from the WHO, I'm not going to just believe it's from the WHO until I confirm it is from the WHO. So that's how I feel about Facebook trying to spread the truth about this coronavirus. Now, I want to stick with corona here for one more second, because this I found quite interesting. Even Tinder is getting into the mix about telling people they may want to take a break from having fun between the sheets in order to stay safe. The dating app has now put a pop-up on its app telling users, quote, while you want to continue to have fun, protect yourself from the coronavirus because it is more important. So maybe now, when you go on those Tinder dates, maybe leave the condom at home, but take that surgical mask with you. That's the best way to keep yourself safe from this coronavirus. I gotta say, though, you know, you know things are getting serious if dating apps are starting to get involved about spreading information about a virus. If a dating app is telling you 
to be a little bit more protective and to be a little bit more safe, I think it's a pretty clear sign that things are getting pretty serious. All right, let's switch topics here just a little bit to end things off. I want to talk about bicycles for a second. We had a story here on our news run this week talking about the possibility of insurance for cyclists. The idea alone, for me, I got to say, that is whack. Yeah, the idea arose after ICBC announced sweeping changes to how it covers automobile drivers, which then prompted calls to impose these new licensing and insurance requirements on cyclists and e-scooter riders. After a cyclist allegedly assaulted a pedestrian near Vancouver in 2015, one city councilor at that time then urged the city of Vancouver to explore a bicycle registration program. Now... Collisions between cyclists and pedestrians and between bikes and cars have generated countless court cases throughout the years. Here's the problem, though. Collisions with cyclists just aren't that common. And when they do happen, the majority of times, when especially when it involves a vehicle, it's the driver's fault. Now, if you ask any driver out there, most will probably say that cyclists are a nuisance on the road. They can be dangerous because sometimes they're unpredictable about whether they're weaving in and out of traffic, things like that. That is a very rare cyclist. People get worried about hitting them with their vehicles, and that, I know, can be a legitimate concern because you don't want to hit another person. I get that. But really, it often seems to come down to, in my opinion... It's one's confidence in themselves behind the wheel. If you are a confident driver, you should be able to handle the fact that there's a cyclist on the road with you and be able to avoid hitting him. I think that's pretty common sense. Now, common causes of cycling-related injuries include incorrect riding posture and demanding too much on your body. Only 7% of cycling injuries involve collisions with other vehicles. Now, you're actually more likely to hurt yourself by falling off your bike or hitting a stationary object than to hit a vehicle. There. I think that pretty much sums it up why probably there's less of a need for insurance on your bicycle. Now, to top it off, we are moving to an economy that's looking to reduce emissions, reduce greenhouse gas emissions. If you add extra fees to things like bikes and e-scooters, it will only deter people from switching to those as modes of transportation, something that I know the government is not going to want to do. Attorney General of BC and Minister of Ch- in Charge of ICBC, Dave Eby, has actually been on record to refer to bike coverage as counterproductive despite admitting that drivers have sent him letters advocating for the change. You got out of line, you got whacked. Everybody knew the rules. This has been That's Whack Wednesday. That's Whack Wednesday with Jeff Andreas.